looking at verses 39 through verse number 40. Verse number 43 was read in our hearing. Luke 23, verses 39 through 43. And Luke writes, And one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him, saying, If thou be the Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man, but this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Shall we bow and shall we pray? Our God and our Father in heaven, we pray to your throne of grace at this time. We pray, Father, that as we worship you this morning, that you may relieve us of any physical pain, and that you can relieve us of any emotional and psychological pain, any family pain, any spousal pain, any friendship pain, any pain that is caused by the world. We pray that you may strengthen us. And Father, sometimes we are smiling on the outside, but we are crying uh, on the inside. We pray that you would touch us with your hands of strength, that you may comfort us with your arms of love, and that you may bless us today, and that you may, Father, help one another of us carry the load and the burden that so often is placed on our back just because we live in this place called life. Father, we ask that you may clear our minds, remove distractions from us, bless us and touch us, that we can be ready to receive the word of God. Bless our visitors who are not yet members of the church, that you may touch their hearts, that it may be open on this morning, that they may ask and know what they must do in order to be saved, and what they must do in order to become a part of your true church. We pray that as we worship, that we may do it in spirit and in truth. Forgive us, please, for our sins. We sin and we make mistakes. And Father, sometimes we sin knowing full well that it is a sin, but we ask that your grace and your mercy continue to befall our lives, that you may strengthen us and grow us and mature us and bless us to be strength one to another. Thank you for this opportunity. Now be with us as we continue to worship you. Be with your manservant. Flood him with the Holy Spirit of God that he may speak the things concerning you. That all of us may say one day that, Father, it is good for us to be here. For this is our prayer we offer in Jesus' name. Let us all say, Amen.
This morning I want to talk to us on the subject titled, But Only a Thief. But Only a Thief. Notice verse 39. Again, the Bible says, And one of the male factors which were hanged railed on him. Saying, if thou be, notice if thou be, Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, even on the cross while he was dying, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we, the thieves, and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. God is a just God. God is a just God. And the Bible says, but this man had done nothing amiss. And as we talked about it this morning, all things work together for good. Didn't Jesus get up with all power in his hand? Isn't he on the right hand of the throne of God? All things work together for the good of them who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And Jesus said unto him, verily, that word verily means truly, or it means for real, for real. True, true, true. All right, bet. Verily I say unto you, unto thee, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. But only a thief. Y'all ready for this this morning? Well, ready or not, here, here we go. If we would just ever stop and pay attention to the cast of people that were around the cross at Calvary as the Son of God and God the Son hung on the humiliating cross for humanity. It was at this point in time that all the disciples had fled and had ran and left Jesus behind. It was except the beloved disciple that was called John. Women are weeping. I mean at the cross. His, mother's, his mother Mary's heart is cut open as she looks on her son lying right before her watery eyes. Her emotional hurts, pain, and distress. The sum, to some, the what was called a long journey unto Calvary's hill. The awful acts and the wicked works had been done on Golgotha's hill. That is described as being a, a skull. It had now taking place, the Son of God is now about to die. And it was in the midst of the gore, in the midst of the blood, it was in the midst of the mocking, in the midst of the negative talks, in the midst of making fun of, in the midst of save others, but he can't save himself. It is in the midst of all of, of this spiritual commotion that nobody gets it, but only 
a deep. The Pharisees are there. The Sadducees are there. Judas had already committed suicide. Pilate is there. Herod is there. Along with the public crowd. Yet no one can sense it. But a crime committing thief. The Pharisees represents ecclesiasticism. But they don't get it. The Sadducees represents privilege. But they don't get it. It was Judas who represented nationalism. But he didn't get it. Pilate represented opportunism. But he didn't get it. Herod represented secular, secularism. But he didn't get it. The soldiers represented militarism. But they didn't get it. The public represented holding hands with God while sleeping with the enemy. And they, and they didn't get it. But it was a thief. I wish I had a church this morning. It was only a thief that got it. It was two male factors. Two hard-headed, no-good kind of men. Two, I don't care what you say or think about me, I will steal to get mine, even if I have to take it from you. Two low-down, no-good, robbing, take what you want, kind of a thief. One was on the right, and one was on the left. One dying in sin who had the nerves to say, if, if you be Christ, I'm not really sure. The way it's looking right now, it doesn't look like you, the Christ, but just in case, and because I don't want to be left out and made wrong, if you be the Christ, save yourself and save us. That's conceitedness and selfishness at its finest. That's cheap grace. That's using Christ's blessings at your own convenience. That's playing both sides against the middle. That's talking from both sides of your mouth. You could be him, but, but, but right about now, it's, it's not looking good for you. But, but if you are, save yourself and HBO up in here, Jesus, and help some brothers out and throw us up in there with you. That's fickle. That's fake Christianity. Anybody know anything about fake Christianity? When you can play games in your mind, if you want to live for the Lord, or you want to do uh, your thing and live like a devil, that's when you show that you don't really love the Lord God like you say you do. When you live with one foot in the church and the other foot in sin, that's coming one Sunday and you miss the next two Sundays. That's coming for CME services. We will see you for Christmas. I wish I had a church. We'll see you for Mother's Day. We'll see you for Easter. That's, that's, that's I'm here for the first six months of the year and disappear for the next 
six months of the year. If you are the Christ, is what he said. If you be the Christ, see, the only time you will use the word if is when talking about Jesus. Are people who have low faith or have no faith at all in the Lord? The thief on the other side is dying to sin. While the thief on the left is dying in sin. Well, I'm going to just preach this thing. I, I, I must be in here all by myself. Just, okay, I'm by myself. Do it all by yourself. Here I go. Here I go. And the thief who is dying uh, to sin. He recognized and realized that the man in the middle is dying for sin. He rebukes the other male factor. He rebukes his partner in crime. He puts and place a muzzle over the mouth of the other criminal and say, man, don't you even fear God? How could it be you dying? I want you to know just because people are dying, that don't mean they're going to fear God. Just because they're dying don't mean that they're going to give themselves to the Lord. Even some, even in debt, still won't come to the Lord. Even if God got them on their back lying down, they still won't come to the Lord. He says you're dying on a cross. Don't you even now fear the Lord God? We are both here because we deserve it. Point number one. Let's look at point number one. Are you ready for this? A wrath, a wrath, a wrath deserved. Don't tell nobody, but some of us up in here got your new do on. You're sitting by your new boo. You got your nice clothes, Gucci down outfit from head to toe. And you got your smell good on. And you're looking all spiritual and all churchy. But underneath all of that is a body of death. And behind all of that is but a sinner in the need of grace, mercy, and prayer. All of us, I mean all of us in here right now deserves from God punishment. We deserve from God to go to hell and throw away the key. Because all of us have sinned. And really all of us should really be standing in line this morning uh, waiting for our section in hell. But Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus died for us to remove the debt, the pain, and the suffering coupled together with shame from us. And he took all of what we were and became sin for us. He who knew no sin became sin. All of us, all of us caused Jesus to go to the cross. All of us use on Jesus, uh, oh Jesus, Sunday morning worship. And yes, we all owe him Sunday night worship as well. After we look at what Jesus has done for us, we can never repay what the Lord has done for us. Why he has done marvelous things. We ought to praise the Lord. He got you up this morning. He got all of us up in our right mind. Started us off with one foot placed before the other foot. Jesus 
put our minds with the right attitude on this morning. Tell the truth this morning. Sometimes our attitudes are in need of an attitude adjustment. Some of y'all sitting down right now. Y'all ain't right. Your attitude need an adjustment right now. The Pharisees represents prosperity gospel. Why some feel God owes them something. Some feel God is in debt to us. God don't owe us nothing but debt, the grave, and hell. God don't need you, and he certainly don't need me. God don't owe you nothing but debt, judgment, and a spot over in a devil's hell. The reason we are here today is because of what he did on the cross. The real word on the street is that the wrath that should have been poured out on me and the wrath that should have been poured out on you, God poured it on his son. See, though Jesus died in my place and took away my sins, see, the Pharisees didn't get it. The Sadducees didn't get it. Only a thief got it. So number one, there's a wrath that's deserved. All of us deserve the wrath of God. Number two, a wisdom displayed. Now let's be for real, for real this morning. This man is a what? Is a thief. Is that right? He's a thief. That's who he was. He steals for a living. This man hadn't been to spiritual counseling. He hadn't been to the school of the rabbis. He hadn't been to the temple for sacrifice. He hadn't prayed our father prayers. He hadn't been to church. He hadn't placed in the offering bucket. Only a look. It only took a look. The thief only looked at Jesus. There's a wisdom that was displayed on the cross that the Pharisees, the Sadducees, Pilate, Herod, and the people did not get. Just looking at Jesus, he said, this man had done nothing to deserve this. Where would this man have been to hear that? Who were close enough to him to have the knowledge to share it with him? There were no foreknowledge before this point. Only a look. Y'all, you can't look at Jesus. I mean, really look at him and not be affected. Hello, somebody. He wasn't there when Jesus raised Lazarus' stinky body from the grave. He wasn't there when Jesus took two fish and five loaves and fed 5,000, not counting the women and the children. He wasn't there at the scene of the woman with the issue of blood she had for 12 years who grabbed at the clothes of Jesus and her whole body was made whole. He wasn't there when Jesus was on the sea of Galilee when Jesus said to the wind and the waves, peace be still. He wasn't there when Jesus walked on top of the water like he was walking on the yellow brick road. He wasn't there when Jesus healed and forgave a man who had two friends who had tore a hole in the roof to let his friend down to meet Jesus. He wasn't there when Jesus healed the ten lepers when they shouted, Jesus, thou son of David. 
have mercy on us. He wasn't there when blind Bartimaeus was healed from being blind to now I can see. He wasn't there when Jesus turned water into wine after Mary, the mother of Jesus, said to the people, whatever he tells you to do, y'all just do it. He wasn't there when the centurion had a daughter who was sick and displayed faith in the power of Jesus when he said, I know, Lord, you don't have to come, but if you would only say a word, she will be healed. With only a look, I want to tell somebody this morning, just take a look in the direction of Jesus. You've been looking all the other places. Now you need to look towards the cross. Look at his brow this morning. Look at his body this morning. Look at the blood this morning. Your soul deserves a look at Jesus. Because there are some things only Jesus can do that other people cannot do. Stop looking to people to do for you that only what the Lord can do. Stop looking for people to validate your life. Stop looking for people to say you're one thing when you're really not. Stop looking to people and start looking to Jesus. Can I say something this morning? No one, no one. I mean, can I say this one? Can I say this one? No one can compare to Jesus. He is in a class all by himself. I can say that there's none like him. He is not in the category of Socrates and Plato. He is in a class all by himself. He is not in the class of Albert Einstein. He is in a class all by himself. I don't compare Jesus to the great poet Langston Hughes. Jesus is in a class all of by himself. I dare not compare him to the brilliance of Martin Luther King Jr. For he is in a class all by himself. I would come up short still if I compared him to the wisdom of Gandhi. Jesus is in a class all by himself. No one is like Jesus. We need to stop being influenced by some that say Jesus was only a good man. That's what the Muslims say. He, 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 was a, he was a prophet. He was, he was a good man. He, he had good principles. He, he had good values. No, he wasn't just a good man. No, 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 no. Jesus was more than a good man. You want to hear about some good men? Nicodemus was a good man. I wish I had a church. Cornelius was a good man. Joseph, the father of Jesus was a good man. John the Baptist was a good man. The apostle John was a good man. Abe Lincoln was a good man. JFK was a good man. Malcolm X was a good man. But they are not to be seen in the same light, in the same class, in the same category, in the same book as Jesus the King. Because when you sick, I wish I had a church, but I tell you, uh, they stayed at home. They, they're all sleeping this morning. The church all asleep this morning. Because when you're sick, he's a doctor. Because when you're in trouble, he's a lawyer. If you are lonely tonight, he'll keep you some company. If you're lost, he'll be a savior to you. If you're in darkness, 
He'll be a lighthouse that you cannot miss. If you have nowhere to go, he'll take you in as his own. If you're down, he'll pick you up. If you don't know which way to go, he'll give you some spiritual directions. It only takes a look, church. Church, don't let a thief, don't let a thief get it. I said, don't let a thief get it. And you miss it. Don't let a thief get it. And I miss it. I'm not going to let no thief go to paradise and I don't follow right behind him. I ought to have as much religious sense as a thief. I ought to have as much faith as a thief. I ought to be able to trust in God as much as a thief. If a criminal can get it, what about us? who ought to be Christ-like mindedness, who are at church every Sunday, who sit in Bible study every Wednesday, and I don't get it? Hollywood, it doesn't make sense to wake up. Listen now, it doesn't make sense to wake up early on Sunday morning and not get it. Y'all don't hear me. But all, put all, put on all that stuff. Paint your face, sister girls, with all that makeup. Tighten yourself up like you're putting on a straight jacket. So much so that you can't hardly move when you're in your pew. And hear the word being preached and you go fast to sleep. You could have stayed home and sleep. Come on, somebody. Coming up. Coming up, coming up, coming up. You see, when, when, when you understand uh, what all the Lord has done for us, ain't nobody got to crank you up and wind you up to be ready to worship God in the morning. You have experienced God on Monday. You experienced God on Tuesday. You experienced God on Wednesday. You experienced God on Thursday. You experienced God on Friday. You experienced God on Saturday and Saturday night. You experienced God all Sunday morning uh, that you have within your spirit that something tell you get yourself on up and go worship the God that has been good to you I don't care what you've been through last week it don't compare to the goodness of God somebody say you don't know you don't know what I've been through you don't know what Jesus been through I bet you haven't been through what he been through Jesus died for you Jesus died for me and when I compare what I go through to what he has gone through, I can run just another day. When I look back in the rearview mirror and I say, wow, look at all what Jesus done for little old me. Look at all what Jesus done for his church. It ought to make you want to get up in the morning. Put your, put your, put your skirt on. And all that other stuff that you do. Why you get up early in the morning? And then some of us don't even want to live right. Why do the why call why, why go through all that trouble? I want you to know as I close. Remember, as a boy, we used to sing in the Catholic Church. And I used to like to sing this song. We would sing the song, Jesus in the morning. Jesus in the noontime. Jesus. I'm singing Jesus. Jesus, when the sun goes down. Oh, I used to love to hear the church just say, Jesus in the morning. Jesus 
in the noontime. Jesus, I'm singing, Jesus, when the sun goes down. I want Jesus in the front of the day. I want him in the middle of the day. And then I want him in the evening time. But I want y'all to know the sun, the sun is going down. I'm not talking about that sun out there. I'm talking about the sun in your life. The sun, y'all, is going down. Now, you can play around with your soul and your salvation all you want to. But the sun is going down. Every day you live, the sun is going down just a little bit lower. And one day, you're going to die. I mean, real talk, no, you're you going to die. That's real. And one day, your family going to go over to the funeral home. And they're going to pick out that casket. They're going to pick it out if you didn't pick it out already. Ain't nothing wrong with starting early. But you're going you're gonna to be placed in a box. And then somebody, myself or somebody, somebody going to preach your funeral. Oh, yeah. And then people who love you going to show up. People who will miss you will cry. But you're going to die. But you're going to wake up on the other side somewhere. See, sometimes people think that death puts an end to life. No, no, really life hadn't really started yet. It's just going to start on the other side. And you know, the Bible tells us that our eyes are going to be open on the other side. I mean, your eyes are going to be open. Look, y'all, listen, he uses the metaphor, you're going to be able to see some stuff over there. You, you, you're going to be able to see some stuff over yonder. You're going to be able to see some people that you know over yonder. They're going to be able to see you, uh -huh, but you ain't going to be able to change nobody's eternal state. Uh-uh, when you die, that seals everything. Uh, all of the work that needs for us to be saved uh, is done down here on top of the earth. While your heart is beating, while you're in your right mind, uh, while you're thinking on Jesus, while you have blood running through the veins of your life. When you die, that's it. That's it. And the moment you die, God will transition your spirit. And your eyes are going to be open. Ooh, that's going to be a sight to see. Huh? And, and you're going to open up your eyes on the other side. Lord, help you if you're on that other side of paradise. Huh? Yeah. You can cry. You can weep. You can scratch, you can crawl, you can yell, you can do whatever you want. And the thing that gets me, y'all, is the people who are dead right now, they have to wait until God says to Jesus to unlock hell and the grave. They have to wait down there where they are. Huh? That means that people you know that are dead, who were out of Christ, they right now in Tartarus, they just waiting. Waiting. They got to watch through a great gulf, on the other side of a great gulf, people in paradise every single day. Every day. They just have to wait, y'all. They're not dead. They're still there. What you saying, Brother Bills? Listen, if you're not in Christ this morning, what you waiting on? If you're not saved today, what you waiting on? I mean, why would you stay in that state knowing that we all got to die? Why not say today, I'm going to get this thing right with the Lord? I told you Jesus in the morning, Jesus in the noontime, and Jesus when the sun 
goes down. It's going down in our lives. And what I want you to do, I want you to ponder on your soul and your salvation. And if it ain't right with the Lord, you need to get it right before it's eternally too late. Come on and let's stand. Let's sing the invitation song. Think about your soul. Think about the salvation. Let's sing the song. Won't you come? Won't you come? When peace like a river attends.